This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Lech Lecha. With Parshas Lech Lecha, we begin Jewish history of Ramavinu and a, some of the Nisyonos. The Mishnah tells us Avramavinu is tested with ten Nisyonos, ten tests, and we see the incredible relationship between Hashem and Avraham, and I believe that this can best be uh, demonstrated if you take a look in chapter 15, Pasuk Five. There, you are right after the war, where Avraham defeats the four kings who defeated the five kings, and now Avraham, as much as complains to Hashem, and says, "Look here, I don't have any children." So Hashem says, "Okay, vayotze oso hachutza." He took him outside and said, Avraham, look up and count the stars. Can you? And just as you can't count the stars, so too will your offspring not be able to be counted. Now, on that phrase, he took him outside. So Rashi tells us that the literal translation is to get a better view of the stars. However, the second interpretation is, Tsei me its tagninu shelcha. He didn't only take him out of his house, out of his tent, but he took him out of the natural order of the world. There is an astrological kind of hold on individuals. And so Avram saw in the constellation that he will not have a child says God to Avraham you're right Avram ain't you saw that Avram will not have a child but Avraham will have a child so too you saw Sarai will not have a child Sarah will I will change your names and your destiny is going to change in other words God took him out of the realm of the natural. And that is the third interpretation of Rashi. He took him out of the natural cavity of this world. And he put him literally above the stars, above the constellations. The Jew works in a natural world of its own. And this is what we are introduced to in Parshas Lech Lecha. Moreover, no less than three times in the Parsha does Hashem promise Avraham the land of Israel for his offspring. At the very beginning of the Parsha, in Pasuk 7, Vayira Hashem el Avram. Hashem appears to him. And by the way, what does it mean in the first verse 
that Hashem says to Avraham, go to the land, Asher Arecha, that I will show you. So the Sapurno understands it to mean not that I will show you, but rather that I will reveal myself to you. Namely, God spoke to Avraham outside the land of Israel, outside the land of Canaan. But in terms of his appearing to him, which is a much higher level of prophecy, that takes place in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is the land of prophecy. So there, when Avram first comes into the land, Hashem says to him, Lezarecho etein esa oretz hazos, to your offspring I will give this land. In chapter 15, Hashem tells us, Bayom hahu, on that day, when Hashem made a covenant with Avraham, Koras Hashem is Avram Brisley more. Hashem entered into a covenant with Avram saying, Literally, to your descendants have I given this land. And Rashi tells us, what does that mean? When God says, I'm going to give it to you, it's money in the bank. It's already there. And finally, at the end of the parasha, in chapter 17, when you have the mitzvah of Mila, Hashem says again for the third time in this parasha that, listen carefully to these beautiful words, I'm going to maintain my covenant between me and you, chapter 17, verse 7, and in verse 8, and I will give to you and to your offspring after you, Eis Eretz Megurecha, is Kol Eretz Kenan, La'achuzas Olam, as an everlasting possession. Now, interestingly, the Balaturim, on the opening Pasuk of Lech Lecha, has a few interesting observations. He points out that the gematria, the numerical value of Lech Lecha, is 100. Lamed and Chaf is 50. Lamed and Chaf is 50. 100. And he points out the following. Number one, he says, there is a hint that when you will be 100, that's when you will father Yitzchak and Veschol But secondly, he's telling him to leave now when he is 75 and telling him that he will have 100 years that he will be the father of this nation. In reality, Lech Lecha is speaking to Avraham on two different levels. It's speaking to him on a personal level and it's speaking to him on a national level. And in reality, this is our relationship to Eretz Yisrael. If you think about it, the Ramban says, take note. The difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov is that Shabbos is Kviyah What does that mean? Hashem already 
at the culmination of creation on day six, as we read in the Vayichulu, please God, tonight. Vayivorech Elokim Esyom HaShvi'i. God blessed Vayikadesh Oso. God sanctified the seventh day. So it is already holy in contrast to Yom Tov that the Jewish people have to sanctify. Hence the bracha of Kiddush on Shabbos. Baruch Hashem. Blessed are you, God. Mekadesh HaShabbos. And the blessing on Yom Tov. Baruch Hashem. Mekadesh Yisrael. Who sanctifies Israel. Who in turn, the Hazmanim, sanctify the times. Now, even though Hashem has sanctified the Shabbos, the Ramban says, what is the mitzvah of Kiddush? The mitzvah of Kiddush is that man is invited to sanctify the Shabbos as well. Similarly, regarding Eretz Yisrael, the Torah tells us at the end of Parshas Ekev, Eretz, Asher Hashem Elokecha Doresh Osa, a land that God is constantly concerned about, Meresh's Hashana, the Achris Shana, from the beginning of the year till the end of the year. That implies that God Himself is the Makadesh of Eretz Yisrael, as we had earlier. God has already given it to the Jewish people before the Jewish people have even entered the land. However, we know that the coming of the Jewish people into the land was a form of Mekadesh, was a form of sanctifying the land. Because the very beginning of Pashas Kisavo when the Torah speaks about bringing Bikurim, the Torah says that it shall be when you come to the land and then you will take from the first fruits of the land, says Rashi, Nagir, it comes to teach us, they weren't obligated to bring Bikurim from the land of Israel, until man, did his conquering and dividing. So we see that God invites us as a people to be Makadesh, and he as well is Makadesh. Avram has two lechlachas, a personal one and a communal one. And I believe that the draw to the land of Israel that Jews have is literally in their DNA. And so when Baruch Hashem families go on Aliyah, Nefesh Benefesh, there's a draw. Where is this draw coming from to Eretz Yisrael? The answer is it's in our DNA from Avraham Avinu. This past week, the Jewish nation lost a Torah giant, the Chacham Avadja Yosef, Sechat Tzadik, 
Kadosh Levracha. And just as the land of Israel is individually and nationally, it affects each and every Jew that there are certain halachot that apply to the individual and others that apply to the nation, so too this man was an incredible individual that affected so many people on a personal level and then again lifted up and raised the esteem of the nation in a most incredible way. To think that between 600,000 and perhaps maybe more individuals with such short notice converged on Yerushalayim for this man's funeral can only begin to tell us how much he touched and uplifted the spirit of this nation. I can only tell you on an individual uh, basis to say how much he cared about each person. And this was known. Approximately 10 years ago, Chacham Ovadia suffered his first heart attack and he was rushed to the hospital. The doctors decided that they needed to perform surgery immediately. Chacham Ovadia pleaded to please postpone the surgery for three hours and be taken home. His attendants were caught off guard by the request and tried to convince the rabbi not to wait. But after the postponed surgery, Chacham Ovadia revealed his reasoning. While at home, he had been in the middle of writing a responsa for an aguna, a woman where it is not clear if she's still considered married according to Jewish law. And due to the heart attack, he could not finish it. Said Rabavadja, I might not come out alive from this surgery. And then what will be of this poor woman? She'll be stuck for the rest of her life, unable to remarry. I had to finish the tshuva, the responsa, before the surgery. And I know firsthand that when American rabbis had the difficult, tragic situation of trying to resolve so many of the Aguna issues of 9-11, Rav Ovadja Yosef was there to help them and to find ways to free Agunot to allow them to remarry. He was a person who I recall years ago on my trips to Eretz Yisrael I would go to the Bukharin synagogue about Soi Shabbos and I will describe to you the scene. Rabbi Vajra was sitting in his robes 
and his turban. He sat on a literally a very special tray, chair which looked like a throne in front of the Arun Kodesh, literally royalty, and sat for an hour without a note and uplifted the entire assemblage in such a way that not only the esteemed Tamidei Chachon were uplifted, but his ability to reach out to the common man, his ability to reach out to the uneducated that had been disenfranchised, and especially the Svardim, and what he did in order to give them a sense of purpose, of culture, give them a sense of pride, and give them the opportunity to come back to observe Torah and mitzvot, this is something less, nothing less than incredible. And so, not only do we say, Chaval al da'avdin v'lo b'shtachin, woe unto us that we lose persons that are literally irreplaceable. But we thank Hashem for what Shlomo HaMelech says, Uvo HaShemesh v'zorach HaShemesh. What is the wise King Solomon telling us when he speaks about sunrise, sunset? He's telling us that HaShem never leaves the Jewish people without leaders and how privileged we were to have Chacham Uvadja Yosef Tehei Nishmaso Tzrura Bitzror HaChayim Wishing everybody Shabbat Shalom to all.